0: hello there welcome back to the brothers take podcast <laughs> i'm chris i'm joined by my brother adam hello and uh, we are back in the room <laughs> to give our take on multiple things this week big big weekend for uh, streaming tv shows it's like disney and netflix are like battling each other out for that weekend because mm. we had Obi-Wan whoever wins Kenobi. we lose yeah yeah yeah. or whoever wins (laughs) we win like we win all around it's (laughs) we got obi-wan kenobi the first two episodes came out and then we got the first seven episodes of stranger things four and in true stranger things four fashion eric is not with us this week we are separated he is out of town And also in true Stranger Things 4 fashion, the reason he's out of town is because he's playing Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) He's actually away with friends playing Dungeons and Dragons. So right on theme, right on point. Nerd. So myself and Adam, what a nerd. And myself and Adam are going to give our uh, non-spoiler first impressions uh, on on the two shows, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Stranger Things 4. Um, With Obi-Wan, obviously we have the first two episodes. We have watched them we we'll give our thoughts on those and with Stranger Things 4. We haven't finished even Volume 1 yet, and that's why we're keeping all this non-spoiler. And I mean, there's a lot to watch. Not everyone will have watched it at this point. I need to give it at least another week before everyone is surely caught up on it. Um, So just non-spoiler impressions, first of all, is, is, is what we're going to get into. But we'd love to hear from you guys as well as the discussion goes on. So if you guys are watching this on YouTube, please jump down in the comments to share your thoughts on either show or any point that we bring up. And while you're here, if you're enjoying this discussion, why not give us a thumbs up, hit subscribe, click that notification bell for all future episodes, including when we eventually do the spoiler talks on both these shows. And if you guys listen to audio platforms, you can also touch base with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Brothers Take, again, to give your take on everything that we bring up here today. But without further ado, let's jump right in. Okay, let's start with obi-wan mm-hmm. because we only have two episodes that kind of give our i feel like that's sh- on either so-
1: that should be the title or kenobi should be the title
0: because there's some that's a that's a mouthful yeah i think kenobi is a would be a perfect title yeah i think obi-wan kenobi is t- it's it is too long oh. uh, a great name but of a character like but too long a title like i think kenobi is would be perfect oh you um, mean old ben <laughs> what's that family guy sketch
1: obi-wan kenobi i wonder if he means
0: obi-wan kenobi (laughs) yeah that always confused me as a child actually when i was watching the original star wars Hmm. like obi-wan kenobi i wonder if he means old ben kenobi and i was like what is the difference (laughs) as a child i was very confused like i wasn't quite sure so family guy kind of hit that they yeah. on the head there with that joke. I mean,
1: <laughs> even in our local town, when you come across someone with a similar surname, you can kind of join the dots and say, oh, they're probably related.
0: Yeah, they are probably the exact same person. <laughs> yeah, but like in a wide galaxy.
1: How many people share the same surname?
0: Yeah. That's true. How many Kenobis are there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, hold on. So this um this message comes straight to Tatooine and is, I am looking for Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's like, I know an old Ben Kenobi. <laughs> I wonder if he's a relative. It's like, what are the chances? Come on now, he's most definitely a relative, yep. if nothing else. But anyway, what did what do you think of the two episodes that we've seen so far? I thought, um, without jumping into spoilers, um, to quote Obi Wan himself. Oh, beautiful!
1: How did this happen? We're smarter than this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay. You didn't like it? No, I I I thought us had a good strong um start uh, seeing the well I won't get into it but I I liked how it started and then it just it, there I don't know whether it's the camera work or just the general direction there's like a or a tonal shift or something there it's just not melding well together for me and there's moments where I'm like oh, come on. You know, it's like and I think that's—it's hard to know. It's really difficult without fucking spoiling what's happening in the show, but I it's just yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's just not working for me. I also felt that the 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 musically didn't sound like Star Wars to me at all. Right. I actually felt it sounded a little bit more like PlayStation Spider Man or something.
0: Yeah, I thought the same thing. Yeah, that's weird, especially when the um the kind of intro title comes across the screen. And yeah. whatever music's playing there is very like Insomniac Spider Man, and I, I to a yeah. point where I want to look up is it the same composer? Because you know, like certain composers, they they even if they're doing a different track, sometimes their signature's in there somewhere. You know, I'm curious who scored this one, and is it because I thought that exact same thing. It didn't feel
1: like Star Wars. The composition, like the the uh, set design and the costume design, all that side of it, that felt like Star Wars, but the right. score to me didn't feel like Star Wars. I think Ewan is really good in it. He's, yeah, excellent he's excellent in it. Yeah, he is excellent. And it's just unfortunate with those two episodes where they're going with the story, I feel.
0: Okay. Uh, I yeah. um I actually really enjoyed them. Okay. Um but there's elements I don't like. And I do think there's like um an issue in balancing the tone. Yep. So there's some dark stuff and that's the stuff that i'm really gelling with that's great The kind of there's you know there's a lot of talk of guilt and yep yeah tra- trauma and um, everything to do with kenobi just that himself kind of, everything to do with kenobi is is fantastic yeah really fantastic um yeah. and there's also like i suppose just going off like the trailers right mm-hmm like the, the role of the Inquisition or what's going on there. I, I like that. I think it's really good. I think, I think it's a good it's cool. idea. There's kind of a uh, a witch trial type yep. thing going on in, in the show. Um, and I actually really like that new character. I think she's called the third sister. I think she's, I really like her. I think she's cool. Yeah. Uh, some people are mixed on her, but for me, she actually kind of works. I think uh, she's I- grand. I think what they're doing with her is a bit like forced a little bit right that's it th- seems to be but i feel like i feel like she's gonna have a backstory that maybe yeah. will contextualize the way she's behaving yeah but
1: not so much in just her behavior it's like everything about her is incredibly forced her right, aggression right, right. is forced her yeah, yeah. her ability to move from one place to another is uh somewhat forced a little bit it's just right there it it's an odd show The the so far the there's a we've seen a couple of stunts and we've seen a couple of kind of fight scenes in the first two episodes and yeah. both of them don't feel right to me okay they feel really amateur in, in terms of how they're done and uh not framed well i'm interested to know who like, what are what works did the director do? Is this the right director? Is this the right camera team for this
0: show? I don't know. I, I have to say I'm probably enjoying it more than any of the other Star Wars shows I've seen so far. I'm more interested where it's going. There are things that aren't sitting right with me, though. And, like, so, for example, some of the performances are excellent. Yep. Yeah and then they are contrasted by some god awful performances yeah. that like like there's there's some guy on Tatooine i won't say who he is or what he's doing there but his delivery is so bad mm-hmm. that it's like you've got this top tier tv acting <laughs> and then this like really shit tv acting
1: mm-hmm.
0: happening in the same show And it took me out of it, like it was like, oh god, that's bad, and then it's like, oh, that's really good, you know. It's just that kind of mix back and forth is like it's hard to just get really, really into it. Um, After watching the
1: first two episodes, though, like I'm just, I I was I'm not compelled to actually continue it. To be honest, okay. The only reason I would want to watch it is really just to see Hayden again. That's it.
0: Right. And yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's it. Like, uh, that's I, quite I, so far,
1: I am not interested in the story that they've set up.
0: I am interested in watching it. However, I think I'm going to wait till they drop all the next oh. four and then binge it. They, I don't think you'd get enough in one episode a week to feel like, I don't know. With streaming, I just don't, I, I prefer the, um, the drop it all at once. Model, I prefer you just, to you binge the shit out of it, like that's um, prefer, because that itch to like keep going when an episode ends, I feel is is really enjoyable.
1: Yeah, well, I'm I'm a little different, and I find that online now the discussion is all around Kenobi. Um, luckily, no one's really talking about Stranger Things, and I actually think that's a good thing, um, because the there's moments of the the show that were completely spoiled by just people discussing it on Twitter.
0: Of Kenobi? Yeah.
1: And right. if it all dropped at once, well, you might only used to get a couple of episodes spoiled, but you wouldn't get the rest of them spoiled. You get to move at it at your own pace. And if you're binging it, then you're not on social media and it won't get spoiled for you then. So I like yeah. in, in yeah. that sense that you have yeah. more control over how you get to consume it. It's It was very frustrating. Like it literally was out a day. I didn't get to watch it launch day I watched the day after and it was already being spoiled on Twitter due to
0: discourse I have to say I'm quite impressed with um, regardless of whether people like it as a story element or the direction that they've taken with it I am impressed with what they did not show in any of the trailers or any of the marketing in terms of what the storyline actually is yeah and and the characters that it involves regardless of whether i th- i think it's good or not or i'm enjoying it I'm, i i'm kind of enjoying it actually i i'm pleasantly surprised with um the characters they're pairing obi-wan with that i was yeah. not expecting at all yeah but there is some stuff there that's not it's like mm, i don't like the way that was done you know what i mean it's like I really like the idea but, it's like, but I don't like the execution right there in that moment and it's taken me out of it like, and then there'll be another scene where I was like oh no I really like this I'm back in and then something else will happen and I go I don't like that though <laughs> yeah. it's like this constant back and forth ping pong thing of like please stay on tone please you're doing so well and then yeah something will but I, I, yeah I think I would prefer it to The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett
1: I didn't bother with the book of Boba Fett cuz I just really wasn't into The Mandalorian. I watched the two seasons of it and um yeah, again, it's I understand it's set in the Star Wars universe, but it just doesn't kind of feel like Star Wars to me. Mm-hmm. Um and I know this, this these are Disney shows, but they genuinely feel like a Disney shows. <laughs> right, right. I don't right, know if right. that's a good thing or not.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I I do know what you're saying. It's like um, maybe geared at to kids
1: too much, um, which is fine. But then some elements aren't, you know. It's yeah, yeah, and and it's know your audience too, though. Like there, it's very clear who they they were marketing this at. Bringing back Ewan and Chris and uh, Chris. Yeah, it's
0: the it's the fans of the prequels.
1: Yeah, and. Yeah. Well, they're our age, so
0: it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They, they were clearly uh, marketing to that group. Um. And obviously, you want to make it child friendly, but all Star Wars is, you know, mm. there's there's not a single Star Wars movie that's not suitable for children.
0: I I think the moments where the show shines are actually in the slower moments. Um. Yeah. Again, like there's a lot of moments with Ewan's character or with Obi Wan where he's, he's not quite the Obi-Wan we're used to. He's a bit jaded. He's it, very actually like, which maybe people don't want to do this comparison because I think they're really enjoying the show, but famously dislike this movie, but very like Mark Hamill um, as Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi.
1: Yeah, but it's more justified here. With,
0: with, yeah, oh yeah, no, it is. It doesn't feel out of nowhere. It actually feels like this feels kind of right. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if... Um, I get why they've done it for the story that they're telling. I'm not sure if the time jump they've picked is a good idea.
1: I agree. I don't think I th- it should be that far jumped- ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they've jumped too far ahead. Now, the reason they've done that, I think, is so that, for example, from the trailers, you can see Luke at a certain age.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Right? Or, yeah. yeah. But I I don't, I don't. still don't think it was a good idea to jump that far ahead. No, it's not even necessary. Even if they wanted... Um, luke at that age you know what i mean yeah. um no it's it so yeah because it doesn't, it, it doesn't now ten, uh, add in up in the next it? 10 years he, he's Alecant, an old man you know? <laughs> 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 that or they needed to start graying him up a little bit uh, you know in his beard and in his hair like start start graying him a little bit just to yeah just to see the hints of where he's heading
1: oddly enough he just doesn't uh it doesn't look like he's aged much does he
0: no, he looks as good as ever. Looks, <laughs> looks great. <laughs> he looks gorgeous. <laughs> and his performance—it
1: is performance his performance—is really good, and it is better than he ever was. Yeah, know he's as Kenobi, truly
0: excellent. He's, that's why I'm enjoying it. I think is because I, I I am invested in him as a character, and I'm invested in where his um, struggle. Mm-hmm. With things that he's learning is going to go and how it's going to play out. Even though I'm surprised at the time jump, and I would have thought he was already aware of certain things in that space of Absolutely. time.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Ten years later. Yeah, I am still. So I was like, again, that's a choice I disagree with. Yeah. However, I still want to see how that plays out. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I, I would have just had the a look sh- on his face when he's learning some of this stuff. Is ten years is an awful amazing. long time. It's a really long time it's not to necessary. have certain aspects absent. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I think I like talk that way.
1: <laughs> I think maybe even just three, three or three four, or four years. years afterwards. Um, yeah, completely yeah. different story. I'd be all over this. <laughs>
0: right, I get you. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, and I, and I, I I, I get what they're doing as well. Um. But, uh, yeah. I mean, there's an element of someone... I think the director was saying one of the things they were inspired by was, like, Logan. Oh, fuck. Yeah, okay. So there's an element of that, right? Right. Um, But obviously, nowhere near as dark as Logan. Like, it's not... No, no, hasn't no. Watched it. Yeah, it's not like that. I do think, though, if you're, like, uh, a Star Wars fan... If you've enjoyed the other shows, actually, I would say. If you've enjoyed the other shows, I think you'll enjoy this show. Because I think it's of a strong quality in terms of those Disney shows.
1: Yeah, but there um, are elements that I feel uh, relate a bit to the prequels a bit, and and in terms of the mm-hmm. quality of it, because there's there's moments where he's in a busy street, and it's very clear just by like th- those streets don't feel genuine to me. I all I can see is now okay extras do something you know and right they're just like trying to make it look like this is a genuine street and but it's there's only like a handful of people on it but the way the camera's done is to make it look like oh it's really busy and then it's a wide shot and it's like nearly an empty street and it's like oh really like it it has elements of that kind of green screen ish approach that we had yeah yeah, yeah but the prequels felt busier i felt in certain especially if you're out on the streets yeah, yeah. Um, I'm wondering if they're using the same tech-, tech that Mandalorian has, which is the... I believe so. Yeah, I but believe so. But it works better in Mandalorian because it's it's a more isolated story, right? Most cases, Mandalorian is on his own, and that's just a background. Here, they're trying to populate it with 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 people, and it's it doesn't look right to me.
0: Yeah, because I suppose the Mandalorian needs to be isolated because it's sort of a lone Western like kind of thing. Yeah. And then this is a uh, very much a fugitive on the run type thing, because Jedi's are outcasts, you know, they're being hunted. So it needs crowds because the whole thing is the day the crowd is the danger. The crowd is the if someone spots me or realizes who I am, I'm I'm in danger and fucked. So it, it needs that crowded atmosphere. Yeah. And that kind of hiding amongst the people kind of thing. Um, in some aspects I think it's done really well, but I do get what you're saying, like where some of the streets do feel a bit like they're going for the illusion of crowded and it's not quite there. I think I enjoyed the second episode more than the first episode as, as an episode. Um, cause there was a lot of griminess to, uh, one of the planets they visit in the second episode that I quite liked. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I think the best moment of the show so far came in the first episode and, um, it's hinted at in the trailers, but Joel Edgerton is back as uncle Owen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's great he's really good yeah man. he's really good he actually and almost
1: it, sounds like the og one he does the way and the way he, he, speaks.
0: he i feel like he studied the the old and Must really have done. tried to pick up his mannerisms yeah. because and there's a, a scene between him and obi-wan and i i do think it was the best scene so far i i think yeah it was magnificent it's just really good strong quality acting where you're like oh this is great and then you'll get another scene where there's a character and you're like the fuck <laughs> Yeah, you know, where the fuck did you come from? Just so much, yeah, <laughs> jarring. That
1: was almost a bit um, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, a bit, isn't it? He's just walking along. And it's like,
0: and here's another character. Oh, hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's at say as Well, I was very surprised by the appearance of a very famous person. um Who? Yeah,
1: yeah. So like, uh, it took you me.
0: Won't, you, you won't recognize from Star Wars. Yeah. But if you're into music, you'll recognize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like what the fuck is that really yes. for a second i was like he looks an awful lot like because in my mind i was like it can't be
1: i was trying to figure out who it was for ages i was like right because i was thinking of i assumed he was an actor um yeah
0: however this is probably
1: the first time he's ever offbeat
0: <laughs> I, I don't oh, it's not a spoiler is it because i don't know he's a character that nobody knows so right yeah i guess flea flea from the red hot chili peppers is in obi Wan kenobi playing a, a character yeah, actually, he was okay. I thought he was all right. He was okay. Those scenes, well, it's those scenes, like, though. I
1: think they're the poorest scenes in the in the show for me.
0: Yeah, they're they're framed in a weird way. Like there's there, there's a character that they encounter in the woods. And oh, it's it's just if, awful. Like it's, it's as if it the character awful. ran into the woods and then waited. It's like uh, it's now I'm supposed to have uh, an encounter with you. Like it's it's weird the way it was shot. It didn't feel natural. Um um but yeah no I have to say i I am enjoying it but i will i am gonna wait till all the next four are out and then binge watch the four of them I am not going to wait week by week and it probably will be spoiled by then anyway um but mm. i just I just don't feel like watching it one week at a time I just i don't know I don't have that kind of uh you know
1: it's not like yeah I might throw it on if I'm bored but like I'm watching other stuff that I'm more compelled to watch so
0: yeah okay cool let's talk about some of the other stuff but before we do if you guys are watching obi-wan kenobi let us know your thoughts again on youtube jump down in the comments share your thoughts but if you're listening on audio platforms you can also touch base on social media facebook instagram and twitter at the brothers take are you enjoying obi-wan kenobi is it gelling with you or is it not gelling with you and why and uh what do you hope to see in the future episodes and what's your plan for watching it? will you watch week by week you're gonna wait till it's all out to binge it let us know but jumping on to the other show that came out over the weekend, Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1, which is the first seven episodes. Now, we have not watched the first seven episodes. Adam, how many episodes have you watched so far? Five. Five, and I have watched six. So we've done pretty well out yeah. of the seven over a busy weekend, too. Like, so but Has it actually, uh, if you go on to Netflix, does
1: it say Volume 1?
0: Does it say that? It doesn't, but in all the marketing it did. It's just that the last right. two
1: episodes aren't there yet, right? I feel like they should communicate that a bit better. <laughs> on, I, on the I, platform.
0: Oh, on the platform itself? Right, okay. Yeah,
1: because if you haven't watched the materi- the promos or anything like that... Like, I, was, mm-hmm. I wasn't I was aware of that until you said it, so...
0: Well, I'm surprised the way... Like, uh, they... Initially, I suppose, when they first revealed that the show was coming, and mm-hmm. that it was coming in two volumes... And that'll be nine episodes. I kind of figured it's like, all right, we'll probably get the first five and then the last four or, or something like that. And then when they revealed that it's to be the first seven and then the last two, I was like, that's weird. That is a weird way to break it up, especially when there's like a month in between. Um, oh, right, well. Wow. You know what I mean? Like the last two episodes don't come out until the 1st of July. Why however, not wait they... till it was all done then? I don't know. Well, I do know, I think. I think Netflix wanted to stagger the launch of the episodes right because then you stay subscribed for longer if someone jumps on just to watch it okay. they will get at least two months subscription area right <laughs> okay um
1: maybe it's a test run or or it could be that the last two run. episodes because this is definitely the most um cgi heavy season
0: well, there was another yeah, that was another thing where they came out and said the VFX are not finished. I'd imagine that would be the for case. Some of the and but Netflix were also like, we need to start getting content out quickly because mm. we are losing so many subscribers. So I, I think wonder that why. <laughs> I t- I think there's yeah, I think there's a number of factors as to why it was launched in this way. But I'm just surprised at the breakup. But then maybe when you watch episode seven, which we haven't got to yet, maybe it'll make sense like it's like it's a good cutoff point. Like maybe it leaves you hanging. Mm-hmm. I imagine it will. I don't know yeah, what it's going to be, it. but I imagine it's going to leave us hanging. Yeah. Um, those bastards. <laughs> like, I'm like, ah, I don't know be itching for those last two. But the run times that were revealed, not only are these episodes incredibly long, and if people have been waiting the last three years to watch for Stranger Things, they have more than made up for it in terms of content, like a mm-hmm. fucking lot. The last episode of this season, which is not the last season, is two and a half hours long. As in episode
1: seven or episode nine? No,
0: as in episode nine. When that comes, it is a feature-length movie. What do you mean it's not? A lot? I thought this is the final season. No, this is the penultimate season. This is holy shit! There's up. another season. Season five is the final season. They reveal that. So this—that's why they kept saying in the marketing for this one. Every <laughs> ending has a beginning, which is their way of saying this is the beginning of the end. Like we are gearing towards the end, and we know what the end is. And as far as I know, the Offer Brothers revealed that they wrote. Season 4 and Season 5 at the same time. Cool. So they know how it ends. You know what I mean? As opposed to like a show that's like they're figure. Like it feels like they're setting up the final pieces. Yep. Um, but again, no spoilers, guys. Because there's a lot to watch. People haven't got around to it all yet. Adam, what are your thoughts on Season 4 so far? So far. Just general this... first. And then we can break it. It's interesting
1: because I watched, I think it was like the first two episodes of this. Then I watched Kenobi. And then I continued with... Stranger Things, and yep. just the difference in quality, right? Like inter, like even just down to two people talking, and it's like the way they frame it and the the editing. It's just uh, top notch. This is really one of the best TV shows ever made. Uh, I think the first two episodes, um, well, not so much the second episode. I said that maybe the first episode. I uh, maybe people might feel oh uh not sure i'm not sure um and i would say just Mm. stick with it because yes there's moments of it that feel a little bit like season three which is a a kind of the least favorite for a lot of people right but i think just stick through it Uh, it very quickly ramps up and Mm. uh then then it's you
0: know then it's off (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. i'm right with you Uh, i did and i even when i was on season one i was like there was an awful lot of it I was enjoying, but I was also like, this is a lot of setup. An mm-hmm. awful lot of setup. Like a whole episode, which is over an hour and 15 minutes of pretty much setup. Yeah. I will say it opens incredibly. <laughs> I loved the opening of the first episode. Like the, the which they revealed on YouTube um like a week before as well. That opening eight minutes is fucking fantastic and i was like i am so here for this um and then there's an awful lot of yeah so some, some that goofiness i suppose that is there in season three um, but it's the it's the teenage drama stuff right which we're not here for mm. yeah not really i well, i
1: don't mind them doing it as kind of a a weird reference to like you know the 80s style Movies, yeah, 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 yeah. But they, I think, they focus. It becomes part of the story. It's that's where, it, like, especially with season three, that was a f- fairly heavy part of the story. That that's where it starts to get really mm-hmm.
0: boring. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's there, there's definitely moments where I was like, "Ooh, I don't know about this." Um, and like, there's some new characters that we meet, and they're certainly a bit eccentric <laughs> when we first meet them. And yeah, kind of. It's like oh, that's I don't know. These are weird choices, but then you get to know them a bit better, and then you can... of. Oh, but that's that's things, to them. That Stranger
1: Things characters 101, isn't it? It isn't it? Like it is isn't because right, fir- like remember first how meet Steve them.
0: started, right?
1: Yeah, everyone hates Steve, but now
0: Steve's my favorite everyone character. Love Steve. Steve, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve, Steve is and fantastic.
1: Steve and Dustin are my favorite characters of the show.
0: Wow, right? Cool, cool. Actually, we should uh, especially we should with go this into- season. They're excellent
1: yeah they're unbelievable well i
0: i would just like to say like in general for the most part the performances across the board are phenomenal and they're even like fucking Millie Bobby Brown wherever the fuck they found her right like mm-hmm. not only like in season one even like which she had fuck all to say she was fucking incredible and now she has more to say than ever, but it's what she's not saying where the acting chops truly lie. It's the it's the what she's not saying, and it's the looks in her eyes that say a million words. It's fucking incredible. I was like, sit. I was blown away by just um just her performance. I think it's fucking incredible. Um, and she's not the only one. Like, that's everyone is whether it's like yeah steve could make you laugh your ass off with just a look like he's <laughs> he's so, his comedic timing yeah his timing is, is unbelievable so good um and whereas like other characters could break your heart with a look it's just fucking incredible the
1: yeah the, the, i was just saying um when i was watching the episode last night i was like you know this com the comedy in this is what like you know all the hollywood movies today are trying to achieve Right, because it's not like it, its not overly hilarious. It's more, I suppose, in the moment, the irony or or like just the—it's the, so real, yeah. Like everything they're saying is like you, th- thats what you would say, and I think that's what makes it funny. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just the the comedic timing and everything is just is is
0: bang on. I uh, and you mentioned Dustin, like it, like he's unbelievable. That guy just knows how to sell lines and he's great. He's great. And there's, there's, there are some (laughs) new characters that when it first out, I was like, I don't think I'm going to like them, but Mm. even like, like, so there's a new character who's like the captain of the basketball team.
1: Yeah. He reminds me of, is it Andy's boyfriend in the Goonies?
0: Yeah. Yes. He's very like him. And I read, I was like, I don't need a new um, asshole, a, a new jock, right? Yeah, yeah, But if you compare the jock characters that they've done throughout the show, which is initially Steve, yeah, then Billy, and then now uh, this guy—I can't even think of his name at the moment. Um, <laughs> they're very different to each other. Like they've all played the jock role, but in a very different way. And I actually really like what they're doing with this character. Um. And it surprised me because well, I was his like, his oh, assholeness is many justified
1: to, to, to some degree to in, an extent in his right? mind. It's definitely justified.
0: Yeah. Like he's not out to bully. No. In, in, in at least in what we're seeing in this season, but Oh my God, I just, yeah. Okay. So maybe now we should like try and narrow it down. Cause <laughs> like we'll talk about maybe each aspect that was shown or at least revealed in trailers and in marketing. Okay. Which is like, what's going on in the different locations. And just are we enjoying the story that we're seeing in those locations? Okay. Right? So yep. Hawkins, I suppose, is the the bread and butter of the show. It's where it all started off, and it's it's really where the sh- show is like central. Um, what do you think about the stuff that's going on in the Hawkins storyline? I'm confused, intrigued, yeah, A terrified. <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely the <laughs> love <it. laughs>
1: It's definitely the scariest season, I think, so far. Okay. Um, just um, like I, I'm just thinking of like you purely because you don't know who's next. I think in in terms of uh, you know, bad things happening, like much like the first season. Yeah, like the first yeah, yeah. season, the way it's the this demogorgon on the loose, and it takes Barb. And you know we're still not over that, and this this feels a little bit like that too. It's letting you get to know people first before anything could happen, even mm. just even just briefly, just so you know their name. Uh, as opposed to, I can't really remember. In season two, was really anyone at risk apart from Will? I was supposed to. There is the demo dogs, but. You know, it was it was a it was a yeah, good. not
0: feel like anyone was anyone was particularly in danger. I guess. Yeah, it just and more it's the like same
1: with the the stakes were higher. The third season, a lot of people are at risk, but I haven't a clue who any of them are, so I don't care. Um, and anyone that what did become kind of flayed, I guess is the term to use, isn't it? is uh, not mm. is they were kind of mean people anyway.
0: They're assholes. They didn't give a shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this this has gone back to like this is Barb on a larger scale. Uh, and it's mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it's definitely the, the scariest. Yeah, and they let you get to know the characters enough before bad anything bad happens to them. That um yeah, much like a barb, actually, I think that's a really good comparison. Where it's like you you have enough context that they're not just a a um extra. Yep. They're not just an extra. They are a named character. They have a little bit of story and a little bit of interaction before something would happen to them. Um, I suppose. For anyone who hasn't watched it yet, um, think in terms of eighties reference: Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep, is all over this season. Um, Hellraiser. Yep. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that kind of shit. Really, is the is the kind of horror we're in now, as opposed to Amityville
1: say, horror. Um plays mm. plays a role here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, is that um, is definitely the it's the more pos- uh, kind of possession and um like I suppose the, the spiritual haunting horrors yeah, yeah, of the and, 80s. and
0: yeah, and psychological horror as well as that kind of slasher. Yep. Like there's kind of like a blend of psychological horror and slasher going on. And I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I have to say. Yeah, there's a um, I am enjoying it.
1: I think episode four, which I think is called Dear Billy, was my favourite one so far. It had such 100%. an amazing moment.
0: Oh my fucking god. I, I literally I I got up, I walked around for a bit. <laughs> I I I I was watching it with Ash. I was like, Ash, that is that was that was fucking amazing. And yeah. she was like, that was amazing. We were both gobsmacked. Uh, again, not saying anything. What it was, if you watched it, you know, you fucking know exactly what we're talking about.
1: The score is on point with the this score
0: season. On un- fucking believable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, mu- the music. Oh they, my god! It's very on. Uh, they, they've done a great <sighs> job here.
0: I I actually think so. Hawkins um, is cool. Those, Hawkins not, is pretty I, good. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not just talking about even that big moment in Dear Billy. There's other stuff that happens in that episode. There's action moments as well earlier on where I was gobsmacked and. I think that could be the best episode of Stranger Things that I've seen so far. We I have to see the yeah. rest of this volume, but I think it could be the strongest. The performances
1: are good in that one.
0: So good. Uh,
1: just uh, yeah, overall, that, yeah, it could be. It could be the best episode ever <laughs> of it's, of Stranger Things.
0: It's incredible. Um, what, what do you like? So we've talked about like, kind of the horror stuff that's gone Hawkins as well. We mentioned like Steve and Dustin. What do you think about what's going on with Lucas? Which um, they. Yeah, they hit quite a lot of that in the marketing, but I I, I kind of dig what they've done with Lucas I to some degree.
1: Yes, and others it's just like I don't know. I don't know. I think that's that. Th- there's some things that feel a little bit forced. Right. Okay. Uh but um, yeah, it's it's fine, and he's good though. That that actor, he's really really good.
0: Ah, he's great. Yeah, I really like him. But I I just I kind of like the um as it's unraveling further that kind of um into deep predicament i guess Mm -hmm. of like it's like at what point do i say something and then by not saying something it's like now is it too late to say something yeah i quite liked that i liked the tension that he found himself in and that he wasn't sure who to believe either like kind of early on and stuff i i i I thought it was good i thought it was interesting is the do that with him
1: the kind of the bu- the new bully, the new jock kind of thing and the the his little gang that he has.
0: Is right, that a reference right. to anything? I feel it like it is a, it feels a bit like to me it reminds me of um a book I read which was more like it was more based on like the fifties or sixties, The Outsiders which mm-hmm. was about like the socias and the greasers. Um so the socials would go and beat up the greasers and, the gre- and so but it's it's that it's that thing of like those two demographics whether it's your you know your grungers and your and your chavs or whatever it is like your your groups of people who they have clearly different interests so they don't like each other, Yeah. and then they believe shit about each other. And I suppose another thing that's really interested about this season is um, without giving away in what way it's used, they play into what was called the satanic the satanic panic of yeah Hades. really good actually how they did that, um, which was. A huge thing, especially around Dungeons and Dragons, um, and it, it it makes sense that they're touching on that. Yeah, given that it really was a thing that came up. The show has been uh, has used Dungeons and Dragons heavily. It's set in the eighties, and there's lots of creepy shit that's happening. It it's very natural that it has gone there. Um, I think it's really good. Uh, yeah, the awkward stuff is is I love it. I, I love it. I'm like. Sometimes when it moves away from Hawkins, I'm like, let's go back to Hawkins.
1: Yes, there's very much the uh, moments of, I just want to go back to Aragorn and Legolas. Yeah, yeah. Although the yeah, heart yeah. is with Frodo and Sam, uh, you know, the heart of the story. I'm like, okay, I yeah, but the cool shit's happening over at Helm's Deep. So can we go
0: back to Helm's Deep, please? Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much so. I, I <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, I agree. Um, But let's go to California next, which I think is the next big... um, Like, I suppose if the story... Whichever stories are getting the most amount of time, I think it is Hawkins is, like, number one. California would be number two. Yeah. And then Russia being number three. Yeah. Um, But the California stuff. How's that gelling with you?
1: Really weird at first. Uh, I, I didn't really care for it. That's kind of the... The teenage drama side of things, you know, the more season three-ish stuff happens there, mm-hmm. and then once you get to, I suppose it'll be episode four-ish, I think, I don't know where it's three or four, um, or it could even actually be five. <laughs> then it then it just you know, quickly takes out and there's a really really cool like sequence that happens mm. in 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 um in that setting, but. Uh, that's that's the slow burner. I think it, California. That's the slow burner part,
0: right? You know? I think aspects of it are, but there's also aspects of it I'm really enjoying. Um, again, I I think, I think Eleven is amazing. Yeah. And I actually really liked the, um, which I suppose is shown in all the trailers. I like seeing Eleven in school. Mm-hmm. And I like what's going on there. Well, I hate it. Actually, yeah, I don't like that side of things. I, 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 feel for her, and I'm like,
1: oh fuck you. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah,
0: I just think that. Do, 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 I, I? I'm not partic- I don't particularly like how
1: that's written. Um, to be honest. Okay. Um, do so you think it's
0: uh overdone a little bit?
1: Um, kind of. I mean, we we've seen them being like the kids and what they have begun through anyway in school right we we've seen the type of drama they go through anyway um mm-hmm. and all of it's bad right it really is bad and here it's like yeah it's 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 the 80s trope of like kid trying to get through school it is a bit over the top it doesn't take that much to um you know make you f- someone maybe feel uncomfortable or anything like that but also just the responses I think are not realistic.
0: Right, okay.
1: Yeah. So I I just don't think that bits well written. And I think that's unfortunate for L cuz L is actually a character that I have kind of not been interested in since season 1. I, I oh, okay. I, I, she's actually my probably my least favorite character in Stranger Things. I I appreciate yeah. her necessity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, 100% I don't really like her stories um, and every time it goes back to Elle she's the Frodo of the show in in my opinion and uh, I kind of want to just go back to you know let's just get on with the action please uh, Yeah, because we know at some point it's just like oh well we just have to go through it's just her everyday going ons until she comes back around and maybe saves the world or something like that that's kind of it's like I know where this is going and as far as I can tell this is filler content and uh I, I just think in comparison to the content that's written for the other characters, I, I just find her the least her content the least interesting. Because she is a good actor. Yeah. She she's she was able to cry on demand, which I haven't really seen. You know, some yeah, some uh, actors right now would really need that um to help their yeah. case, let's say. But yeah. um she, yeah, she can just quite easily just there's even moments where it's like this isn't even she has different levels of crying too. There's she like does. I am stressed. I am sad. I am happy. Uh, I am not knowing what the fuck is going on.
0: <laughs> I suppose that's the thing that's drawing me in, though, is that, like, regardless of what's being written for her, yeah, she is just incredible. I think this is the best she's been since season one.
1: I'd agree with that, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I just think she's... Ah, it's fucking crazy.
1: Because 2 kind do. of took her in a weird direction, didn't it? So
0: It did. Well, I, I always thought 2 started strong with um, what was going on with her and Hopper yeah but it's just when she goes off on her own adventure that's the, that was the bit that like became less interesting and then of course they made a huge mistake with that episode 7 the lost sister stuff where it's like that would have been better sprinkled where we go back and forth to that so that if you don't like it at least you're enjoying other aspects of the episode rather than doing a whole episode on these characters that. you don't care about yeah yeah you know, so that that was like a, a, which I think they've learned from in terms of the way now they're sprinkling back and forth whenever they're doing different stories. Yeah. Um, what do you think about what's going on with Will? I, it's yeah, I really like that stuff, and, I quite like it too. I guess I've heard other people when they're talking like non-spoiler reviews with this season, they're like. Uh, will doesn't get much to do and i'm like are you kidding me I, i'm like I, I don't know if you're myself myself and pagan are sitting
1: on the couch because like we both had to have our theories and then when i shared my sure. theory pagan's like oh no oh you're right oh god yeah, yeah. oh like, it's just yeah, it's yeah. like oh this
0: is so sad yeah it is it is it's really like and there's a there's a wonderful moment where um mike i suppose comes out to california so like he starts off in hawkins but he spends most of the season in california yeah and um you know he goes over and hugs Elle, and it's lovely and it's just this awkward little moment between him and will we're not said but it's just it's awkward and mm-hmm. it shouldn't be awkward but it is awkward yeah um, oh no the fans it's, it's wonderful
1: it's the like the story and the kind of in between the lines it's in the silent moments it's in his reaction like noah's a fucking great actor and he really uh, is he really is yes yeah, he yeah. doesn't have much to say but that's that's his performance and it's that's where the story is uh, yeah. it's very Again,
0: much, much much like with what i was saying. 11 it's what he's not saying
1: it's it's a show don't yeah. tell kind of thing and uh yeah yeah Yeah, if you're busy if you're like on on your phone you're gonna miss all that shit you know so pay attention pay attention you'll see it do
0: yeah yeah put that phone down and you'll see that there's a lot going on at will and i think it's i I, I just think each character like some arcs are more important than others Mm -hmm. but each character has a arc and it's really showing i have to say i'm not loving this argyle character that they've introduced in california with jonathan yeah that's the
1: part of and I, i don't particularly like Necessarily the direction that Janton himself went in. Yeah. Um Fields considering his father and things like that, I just think this is a strange direction for
0: him to, to go in. Um yeah. I think he's nearly the most left turn um yeah. direction of all the characters. Yeah. It's 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 strange. Um there are moments uh, that Argaldo, I think are Oh there's are, moments where he funny, says stuff where but, it's like, yeah, that's funny. Like, but again, I suppose I suppose he's own he's nearly only there for comic relief because the rest of the characters have been through so much that they can't really be that in California. They yeah. need a character who knows nothing. Um who can just be that. Yeah. Maybe he'll change, maybe it'll be a moment where I'm like, okay, now I've really warm to him, but at the moment he seems to be just you know, so they'll get characters in Stranger Things. Who start off as a stereotype, but then they flesh out into their own character. Mm-hmm, yeah. And at the moment, he's just a stereotype. Yep. And I'm, I suppose, I'm just waiting for maybe that moment where it turns around. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Our guy's great. You <laughs> know, but I just don't have that yet. Hopefully, but that for happens. some people, maybe they just want that stereotype, and they're happy to have it because it alleviates some of the tension. He's the turtle from Finding Nemo, basically. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah,
1: he is. I'm glad yeah, to see. I I don't recall seeing Robin in the in the any of the trailers.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that, no, I, that, yeah. All right. Okay.
1: I, I wasn't sure whether she was going to be back in it, but I'm glad she is back.
0: Actually, on she's a bit that, strange I, I in know, this one though. Jump, jumping back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She's a little I, weird in it, but I don't like her as much as I liked her in season three. No. Yeah. I think she's. Yeah. I think they're uh, overdoing it a little bit. Um, yes. I don't think she was that weird. Like she was a little bit weird, but she was also a little bit. Like she was always pointing out to Steve how weird it is that Steve has so many kid friends and how weird it is that Steve can't seem to get a girl. And mm-hmm. like she, she was a little bit more grounded, I thought, but also didn't connect with girls her age. Yes, for other reasons. Um, but yeah, now she's like a nutcase.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's, she's been. It's a little written, bit much. Written a bit strange in this one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not loving it actually, I have to say. That's one kind where it get, there's nothing wrong with her performance. Um Maya I think Maya Hawks great, but I'm not crazy about the way they've written Robin this time mm-hmm. around. Um and then I suppose the other big storyline is Russia. Yeah. Uh man, poor poor Hopper. Poor
1: Hopper. <laughs> Some fucking brutal shit <laughs> in that.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's having a really rough, horrible time
1: it's the only Um, moment in the entire show where i might have to like look away a little bit is is like the stuff in in russia
0: (laughs) yeah yeah but i have to say i am um some of the stuff in russia i'm not enjoying and i thought i think i for me that's the slowest burn um like i'm super interested in it but it also feels like there's some of the stuff that's happening in california is directly connected to the stuff that's happening in Hawkins without giving anything away. Yeah. Like there are characters reacting to the stuff that's happening in Hawkins and going to California or or you know what I mean? Like there's a direct correlation almost. So those two, even though they're distance, they feel connected. Russia is very much not connected yet. Definitely and, a, a yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I hope it will be. Um, well, I see it more as uh, but,
1: possibly not the events that are happening in Russia, or even the characters of Russia, but more so this is some. This is going to be a really great payoff story, story-wise for Hopper mm-hmm. himself, uh, and internally. Yeah. This is going to be like yeah, yeah. a his moment kind of a thing, you know?
0: Right, yeah, yeah. And I, I love, I, well, I'm looking forward to, I suppose, what they showed in the trailer yeah um I've yet to get there uh, so. I don't know if that's gonna be maybe they're holding off till the finale and that'll be annoying because we'll have to wait another month but i'm really looking forward to when we finally get to that pitch fight that was shown in the trailers mm-hmm. um like I just think with with the quality of the other action set pieces and stuff that has already been in this this season, I just have a feeling that's gonna be a really special sequence. Yeah, because he's also, the only
1: one that wouldn't know how to take on one of these things. Yeah, really.
0: and also they are fucked.
1: Because <laughs> like he's the so only one that, like, you, you, you can kind of see, like, obviously there's failed attempts from previous gladiators. Uh,
0: right. But yeah,
1: he, yeah. He, 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 in the trailer, is, like, lighting up a, a, a flame thing. So it's like, right. he's the only one that knows that well this thing. Fire is, is a weakness, right? Yeah.
0: So he's going to have some chance.
1: This is a Spartacus moment. Bringer of rain.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah! I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but again, there's it, it. just feels like a bit of a slow burn the Russia stuff. It's it's not happening, and maybe that's on purpose mm-hmm. because of just how much torment he's going through. Um, but I suppose as well it, that's combined with the sort of what Joyce and Murray are doing.
1: Yeah, that like, that if,
0: if, if it's just not coming along quickly enough, it's not. Well, just, their side
1: of it, I think their little adventure is wacky.
0: Yeah, well, that's more like an if there's different genres going on in the different storylines, they they have like an action comedy duo, you know, or, yeah, you know, something akin to even though the romance isn't there, like a rom com action movie or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's a, uh, it is wacky. It's weird. It's different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> definitely the most it's... CGI heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, weird that, weird where the CGI is and where it's not. <laughs> I have to say, some of the sets as well are fucking amazing, mm-hmm. um, and some of the set pieces. Um, this
1: Dudo in the trailer, then right, the kind of guy behind it all, the the I think we evil... can.
0: Uh, they are openly
1: spoken Maybe about. You see it in in the trailer anyway.
0: Vecna, like
1: what? I, I... Are we gonna get? Guess... A good like a, where you're at is there like a, an explanation? I guess on like, because there's a very clear from season one, two, and three. There's a clear kind of connection between each of the creatures.
0: Yeah, and there's a hierarchy in the upside down. Yeah. Right. Do we that this like, thing doesn't seem to connect fall in line with? Yeah,
1: right? it seems like his own thing.
0: So where where I'm at now, I I I, I don't have an answer, right? But what I do have are theories. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which feels great. When was the last time I was watching the show and having these crazy theories about maybe it's and like I'm actually analyzing each scene, like yeah. it feels like fucking lost again or something. Where I'm like maybe thinking about it too much. But I, I have me and um Ash are, are as we're watching it maybe it's mm. and actually I love that aspect because it gives the whole show a, a murder mystery type thing where are almost a Scooby Doo thing. The monster needs to be unmasked because we, we both feel confident, and maybe other people will feel different. We both feel confident that this Vecna was once human.
1: He's definitely the most humanoid creature, of him, right?
0: Yeah, and he's talking, and I, I yeah, it just it feels like he's gonna have a revealing identity. He's gonna be a someone. Yep. And uh, we have our theories of who we think it is. And it has changed a couple of times. Like, maybe it's that person. It's like, no, it, it can that person, yeah, right? Myself, and then you yeah. come across something else. You're like, maybe it's this person. And you're going, but that doesn't add up, right? Because of when these killings started. Like, it doesn't add up with the timeline and stuff. So it's 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 been fascinating to be going back and forth, trying to figure out who Vecna is.
1: I'm also interested and, in knowing, like, what's his what's his deal, you know?
0: Yeah, what's his goal? What's his aim?
1: And how and, does he pick his targets?
0: And how ultimately is he going to, like, tie into everything? Like, how ultimately is he going to tie in with the Mind flare and stuff? Or does he at all? And is it just two separate agendas? That might feel strange when we get to the final season. It's like, well, who's the baddie then? Like, who is the big yeah. bad? Like, is one of these a side villain? Or are they actually, like, interwovenly connected? Is this a case of a Sauron and a Saruman? If we're going to do more Lord of the Rings references... <laughs> Um, you know, or is like like is Vecna the Witch King of the Mind Flare, given all this dark wizard kind of talk? You know what I mean? Um, oh my God, that's so cool! I hope <laughs> <laughs> like is is as the Mind Flare like sent Vecna to 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 take them on, or I don't know, I have no idea. In each
1: season, season, they have on. kind of, well, except for the third one actually, because it's yeah. kind of. It's like Mind Flare 2.0 in, in the third one, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in, in Season 1 and 2, they have come to a conclusion or they've come to a realization or they named a creature based on a D&D uh, kind of villain or, or monster. Yeah, and yeah. I really love how it was done in Season 1. Um, I felt it took a while before they started actually naming it in Season 2. You know, I think it's like the like ninth yeah, episode yeah. or they, something. They needed
0: to know what it does before they named it.
1: I don't like they very early they named Vecna. Very early they refer to this guy as Vecna in, in this season. I do yeah. not like how they came to it. I really don't Yeah,
0: I, I, I am I am with you there because I, I felt more like um the other ones felt really natural, right? Like so season one L puts the demogorgon thing down just to she can't speak much and she's trying to say there's a monster after yeah. Will and because she picked up that piece they then take to calling it the demogorgon. To to the mind go. flare very naturally it's like to best describe what this thing is doing.
1: Well, Will explains to them their, what yeah. they're doing, and yeah. then Dustin isn't it goes oh like the mind flare
0: like the mind flare. So then they look check out the glossary of terms that yeah. like right this actually best helps us understand what we're dealing with.
1: Yeah.
0: With Vecna it felt like it's like the writers were like we want to call this guy Vecna and we just need the kids to get there. <laughs> like we just need Yeah, and to-
1: it felt like a leap, <laughs> like a huge jump there a little bit.
0: Yeah, I felt like oh, so maybe he's like Vecna, <laughs> you know. Now, okay, one thing that helps for context I suppose is that the D&D campaign that they were playing at the time includes the character Vecna. So, that had obviously been on their minds maybe. There's like this yeah. is all but, but yeah, I, no, I agree with you that I think it's a stretch. However, I also appreciate that they have a name to put on this character because it's sometimes scarier when it's like like you can put a name to it where you're like, who's Vecna going to get next or what's Vecna going to do next or how do we stop Vecna? You know what I mean? That kind of, putting that name on it gives them something. So maybe it was more like a, they were like, look, we're stretching or we're clutching the straws here but I wonder if they um... also need to character to have do
1: this they... presence. Are those characters and names in uh kind of the public domain? Like uh, can anyone use those names? Or does Wizards Yeah of the Coast... like do they have
0: to ask for permission? I have no idea.
1: I've never seen uh a Wizards of the Coast now obviously with Netflix the credits don't roll before you're on to the next episode really So I've never seen if there was like a Wizards of the Coast kind of copyright thingy in there or anything I've never noticed mm, that, have you? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I haven't either. I don't know. That's interesting actually. Like Demogorgon
1: they can get away with it because I think technically it's a it's an old myth anyway. I think, like a Greek right, one or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. But um and Mind Flare they could probably get away with too. Yeah, it sounds pretty general. It does, and it's not using the exact design even. So it's yeah. it, it's it's fine. But Vecna, I mean, that sounds like a name that, uh, yeah, well, that sounds that, that pretty would be very much like legit. If
0: they decided, like, let's say the kids actually named everything after Lord of the Rings lore instead of Dungeons and Dragons lore. So then it's like, they're going to call this guy Steron. Yeah, they, they 100% will
1: need permission for that.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Um, That's interesting. i never even thought about it. Do they have, maybe they struck a deal a long time ago to use the kind of D&D stuff and, and as a result, they're in the clear i don't know
1: i speaking of that actually there's um they do play because they before they get to the name vec that you were saying that they have a campaign with vecna in it mm. uh, that D D match was fucking awesome <laughs>
0: the way they yeah. shot that it was really yeah it was really cool there's just uh, the way a lot of the show is shot and directed like the direction is fantastic i imagine the duffer brothers get a lot of phone calls and a lot of offers. well are they directing it though they're the writers i don't know if they directed the first they always direct the first two and the last two episodes of each season oh okay so they were directed the first two of this one then sean levi usually comes along and does the next two yeah i know his name um, though, right? and uh by fuck did he direct his ass off in this season because three and four we're not joking lads if you haven't seen it yet, when you get to episode four, unfucking un-fucking-believable how good it is. That episode alone deserves awards. I don't... <laughs> it's so unbelievably good without telling you what happens. But anyone who's seen it will know.
1: It's intense, it's really, really, isn't it? It's
0: ridiculously good. It's nail-bitingly good. And, yeah. and based on what you know, actually, even after seeing the trailers, right? And there's a lot of stuff from the trailers that people were talking about in the lead-up. Like, what does that mean? Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. they were
0: very clever to show us what they showed us in the trailers because when you get a little bit of context, even from episode one, you will then go, "Oh fuck, what the fuck does that mean?" Yeah, and it's like a ticking, 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 and that's clever too. Ticking,
1: (laughs) the ticking, it,
0: the ticking is awesome.
1: Yes, the way they use the clock, you can mention the clock. The the grandfather clock clock was in the the trailer. trailer. The way they use the sound for that. Yeah, is yeah really well done but there's there's moments as well where it's not it, it's a uh, it there's a sound of the actual physical clock and then there's other moments where they just use ticking as part of the score and it's not the physical clock there mm-hmm. and it just uh, unnerves un- you a little bit because um you 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 know when you hear the clock it's like a bad shit's about to happen so they're yeah. using that like um well, it's, it's you know, the usual tropes of using a score in a horror movie is that, you know, it's it's normally like, I don't know, like s- strings going crazy or something like that. But in this case, they're mm. actually just using an element, which means doom, essentially, the ticking time. And uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a, oh, so well done. Uh, and Denver. I have
0: to say, I fucking love the way in which they utilize the clock in terms of embedding it in certain sets. Yeah. It looks awesome. I wonder if it's physical. And and uh, it's sometimes I think it is. And I never want to see a grandfather clock ever again. Well, there's
1: start, there's other things that appear in those episodes where I'm like, I'm sure Chris is having a fucking field day here.
0: Oh, I was having a blast. <laughs> I was like, why is it always? Why is it always? <laughs> I got to be butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, very much so. But I'm also curious because... Mm, that has me thinking as well. Because um, we're not giving too much away. Um, that element that you're talking about mm-hmm. appears more than once.
1: Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's frequent. It's a constant, actually.
0: Yeah. So it's... it's it, that feels like something else. That doesn't feel like... Um, yeah i don't know it's just you usually like that and the clock are constants for everyone yep right so it's just yeah there's something going on there i think Mm -hmm. without saying anymore but i don't know (laughs) um yeah i just yeah i I, i'm going to be watching episode seven tonight in terms of when we're recording at the moment and then i'm probably going to be just uh re-watching these seven episodes for the next month and um probably diving into people's theories online i haven't looked at anyone else's thoughts um since i checked just a non-spoiler review or two initially um because i'm just worried someone will say something that i haven't come to yet in the Mm -hmm. episodes but by time i've seen episode seven i don't mind because we'll all be on the same page in terms of anyone who's watched it no one can know what happens in the next two until july swings around so You know, it'll be. I think it there might be a fun month of theories and dissecting and trying to figure out where they're going with this. And like, I don't know again how episode seven ends yet. But if I was them, I would hope that they've. I. I, even though it'll kill me, they should end it on a cliffhanger, have us all. (laughs) For that next episode,
1: that'll definitely happen. Yeah, I hundred percent. It's going to happen. Well, every episode kind of does.
0: It kinda does, I, and I, I feel like as well they're gonna end episode nine on a huge cliffhanger, I would say. Oh, if gosh. they're setting up the final season.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh I also feel like maybe somebody'll die.
1: At this point they should. This is somebody a huge roster needs, of characters. Needs, yeah,
0: someone <laughs> needs to die. That, or they're just setting up for like maybe final the final season is just going to be a fucking onslaught. And this at, this, at that Thrones. point, just like yeah, it could be. But there's there's actually too many characters we like that it'll be heartbreaking to see anyone go. Anyone go nearly like yeah. you know, there's one or two maybe you're like I don't care, but they're they're all new, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. our our long standing cast is like you oh, know I don't want to see any of them go. No, don't don't do it but anyway guys that concludes our non-spoiler thoughts on stranger things 4 volume 1 so far we'd love to hear from you guys if you guys are watching this on youtube jump down in the comments share your thoughts what do you think of the season so far which of the storylines is your favorite which the characters are you're really digging and um without giving away anything i suppose for people because like if they're going to jump down the comments be nice to keep that spoiler free too but how are you finding Vecna as the new villain of Stranger Things? Let us know your thoughts. Uh, you can also like private message us with your theories and stuff. We'll only check them out once we've finished watching the volume, so that we don't you don't like point out. You know, in episode seven when this happens, uh, you know but that's not. But if you want to get into that kind of stuff once we've watched all the episodes, then we'll engage in those kind of theories. Which is, um, but you can actually get in touch with us then on uh, social media facebook instagram and twitter at the brothers take and that goes for everyone this us on audio platforms as well if you want to touch base let us know your thoughts and just w- while we're at it um, just to see where people are at so far this will be polled on on spotify because you're going to add a poll there or a question and um, But you can jump down into the comments on YouTube to share your thoughts. Which show are you enjoying more personally for your own tastes and interests? Stranger Things for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Which one has your interest more? And I mean, if there's one that you're just not watching, then obviously the one you're watching is the one you're enjoying more because you have no interest in the other one, maybe. But let us know your thoughts. Uh, Which season are you enjoying more and why? Thank you very much for checking us out, guys. Make sure to give us a thumbs up. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. Make sure to follow us on social media. Make sure to follow the audio podcast wherever you are, wherever you're checking us out. And we'll be back to talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye.